Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Hey, Sober Ladies, I am so glad that you're here today, and this is a bit of a meaty episode, just to forewarn you, but it is one that I was inspired to add before this Thanksgiving holiday. Today, I want to share a bit about what recovery programs have to say about gratitude, share an inspiring spiritual message with you, and offer up some super practical things you can do today to express your gratitude. So here we go. So this morning when I woke up, I asked my God to help me not take a drink today and to guide my steps according to his will. And then I continued on with my morning routine, which includes more meditative prayer, a reading, and of course, a lot of coffee. As you know, my heart and my mind are open to all forms of spirituality and finding that energy from a source outside yourself. So whatever it is that breathes life into you, whatever it is that you believe in, just go with that. I use the word God, but you can replace it with whatever you want. You can use the universe, spirit, nature, Mother Earth, whatever floats your boat. Honestly, just go with your source. And if you haven't found one yet, that's okay too. And you're in the right place. So that's what I want to do every day. Because when I got sober... I was taught that gratitude and thanksgiving were the antidote to selfishness and self-centeredness, and that self-centeredness was the root of my problems. And just for those of you who haven't heard this before, self-centeredness isn't what you think of yourself, but rather how often you think about yourself. So this can seem a little bit confusing. I know it was for me at first when I was first learning this. And especially in the beginning of your recovery journey. But as you continue to recover and grow and build that emotional sobriety, it does get a little easier to see that in active addiction, you may not have thought much about yourself, kind of like me, like I was an alcoholic of the depressive type, so I didn't have a lot of esteem. But you probably did think about yourself a lot. When you could drink or use again how you were going to get out of this jam, all of the ways people in your life were victimizing you, maybe how depressed you were. You get the idea. So this journey away from self-centeredness and into pure joy is through gratitude. So I've been taught, and I truly believe, that we were all called to be thankful in all things, no matter our circumstances. And you're probably saying, really? thankful in all circumstances. But what about sickness? What about pain and loss? What about disappointment and failure? How can we be grateful in those times? And that's exactly what I want to dig into a little more today. So I know for all of us, this past 10 months or so 
have been pretty remarkable, right? I don't think there's a person on the earth who can't relate to the heaviness that has weighed us all down this year. We have all been kicked when we were down a few times. I don't know what your circumstances are, and I know it's been very different for all of us, but in our family, the biggest challenge, honestly, has been for our kids. The despair that they have felt with each decision, each loss, each press conference from the governor, they've all been deep and wide. It's super easy for us adults who have fully developed frontal lobes to share memes on Facebook about how difficult things were when moms were sending their kids off to World War II or Vietnam, or for families who were trying to find food during the Depression. I'm sure you've probably seen messages like that. I know I have several times. And of course, those were hard times. They were probably much worse than ours, actually. But problems are relative. And just because you aren't living through war times doesn't mean that what you're experiencing isn't painful. And for young people, they don't know anything else than their little lives. All they know is the years they've had on this earth, which is not that many. And this year, more than ever, our young people have needed so much from us. They've needed validation and support and love. And most of all, they've really needed hope. And I know for us at times, it's been hard to find that. It's not impossible, of course, but it's been a challenge. How are things going for you? How are you holding up this year? I honestly really do want to know. I'd love for you to send me an email, leave a post in the Confident Women Facebook group, or just get in touch, send me a DM, whichever form of communication you like, just let me know how you're doing. I care about you and your families, and I know this year has been challenging, and I'd really like to know how you're holding up. One thing I learned a long time ago as a recovering woman, I don't have the luxury of entertaining stormy emotions for too long. In fact, the 10th step in the book, 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, says they are better left to those more equipped to handle them. Well, I'm not really sure who those more equipped people are. I'm not sure I've actually ever met them. And in fact, I would probably argue that for those of us working hard on ourselves in recovery, we develop the tools and emotional maturity that make us pretty darn equipped to deal with difficult emotions when we work it. And I think nothing is faster at changing negative thoughts, reducing anxiety, and building self-confidence than gratitude and service work. There's actually been a lot of studies on the effect of gratitude on the brain and the actual science of gratitude. I go into depth about one of those studies in detail in the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership, so you can get more information on that in the description below if you're interested. So let me just tell you, there is actual scientific proof that thankfulness in all things pays off for you and obviously for others as well. But we all know it's easier said than done. And when we're dealing with so much in our lives, it can be almost, it can feel impossible. So how can you be thankful when you've lost your job, when you have sick kids, when you're watching people you love struggle and die, 
when your young people are dealing with depression and anxiety and school problems, how can you be grateful for the coronavirus or even for cancer or accidents or death? If you've been following me for a while, you know, like I already mentioned, that I embrace a wide view on spirituality and connection to a higher power. And I deeply respect each of your journeys to discovering where you find your purpose from. So I just want you to open your heart and your mind for a few minutes while I share this story. And you can change the source to whatever you would like it to make it to fit your narrative. I believe there's so much wisdom to be found in biblical stories. And um, even if you don't even believe in a Christian worldview or even a God, there's a lot of value in sort of understanding and, and diving into what's going on there. So just go with me here for a second and remember, keep an open mind. So there's a beautiful man named Paul. You may have heard of him. And he wrote words of inspiration to a group of young people called the Thessalonians who were enduring life-threatening violence and persecution by their leaders. Paul was deeply concerned about the effects that this persecution was having on them and their waning faith because of it. So Paul was also concerned because in that land, there had risen several false teachers and they were spreading lies directly against what he knew to be true, seeking power for themselves and in turn oppressing others. It doesn't sound too far off from our modern times, right? The Thessalonians had become discouraged and confused. They were beaten down, exhausted, and they didn't really know where to turn for hope. Or they knew where to turn, but they were getting confused. But Paul brought a message of gratitude about their endurance through the hard times, about how they stuck it out through the threats and the pain. He commended them for their faithfulness and encouraged them to carry on. Paul also warns them to beware of self-centeredness. He says to respect your leaders and live peacefully with each other, to be patient with everyone. He says, don't seek revenge, but be good to each other. Paul ends his letter with these profound words and really the reason that inspired me to share this story with you at all. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 The people were encouraged, and their confidence grew. Their heads were full of truth, and their hearts full of gratitude. Always be joyful. That seems so much harder in 2020, right? How in all the things can we pull it off? I guess my question for you, most especially as a sober woman, what will happen with you and your life if you don't? Where will you be in 2021 if your heart is full of disgust and despair, hate and self-seeking? What if that's the stuff that sends you back out? What if that's the stuff that ends your marriage? or prevents you from getting the job, or improving a relationship. I'm pretty sure that's not how you want things to go, and I know for sure that's not how I want things to go. So I have just a couple ideas for how you can make a huge change 
to be joyful in all things, to be thankful in all circumstances. Just some practical ways that you can start today shifting that mindset and narrative, which will in turn give you that internal peace, serenity, increase your dopamine, and send you on a path full of gratefulness and send you down the path of being thankful in all things. Small acts of kindness can reduce stress and anxiety and build confidence. And you don't have to be rich or retired to reap the benefits. Things like smiling at cashiers or the people you pass on the street or your children or holding the door for someone All of these things can go a long way in making someone feel noticed and special, even if it's just for a split second. Smiling also releases dopamine, endorphins, and serotonin into your blood, making not only your body relax, but also work to lower your heart rate and your blood pressure. All of these things sound pretty good for reducing anxiety and helping you to feel more relaxed and calming your nervous system. Taking a phone call from a friend in need or offering to babysit for your neighbor whose husband is deployed or picking up trash when you're out for a walk. These are super simple ways you can express gratitude and be of service without spending a dime. If you feel passionate about service, you can engage in larger acts that will reap huge benefits with very little output. Things like paying it forward. You know, that person behind you in the drive-thru or the toll booth, giving the cashier money for them. Making a meal for someone who is sick or struggling with a hard time. Donating clothes or household items to a women's shelter. Or volunteering somehow in your community. Thankfulness positively affects your brain. It benefits others around you and it removes you from your own negative emotions. One of my favorite authors, Anne Voskamp, a beautiful woman, talks about this in her book, 1,000 Gifts. If you've never read it, I would highly recommend it. It's a nice, small book. It's a beautiful gift for someone as well. But she describes how she takes her mind immediately to thoughts of thankfulness for whatever is happening around her when the chaos of her life rears its ugly head. In the book, she describes herself standing at the kitchen sink with her kids fighting behind her and saying things like, thank you for these dishes to clean. Thank you that we have toast to burn. Thank you for the new, beautiful view outside this window. And after just a moment, she can feel her body relaxing, her mind shifting, and instead of responding to them with anger, or frustration, she's able to meet those kids at their level of need. Start living an attitude of gratitude. I want you to consider the ways you can incorporate more gratitude into your life today, whether it's in a journal, maybe it's in your prayer and meditation time, service, or some other way. The miracle happens when you fill your mind with truth and your heart with gratitude. Always be joyful. Be thankful in all circumstances. And the final thought, trade your expectation for appreciation and the world changes instantly.
Tony Robbins. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.